From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. The most important thing about learning Torah is to translate it, what does it mean for me? And in this particular story of Karach, it's really out there. I'm not a levy, I'm not a gigantic Torah scholar. Moshe's not alive. I wouldn't dream of standing up against him. What does this story have to do with me? There's no base amygdus, there's no coin. I don't understand. How am I supposed to derive from this inspiration and what am I supposed to do with this? Well, guess what? It's more relevant to you than you think. And whoa, is it relevant to what's going on in the world? Because it's all about Separation, Vayikach Korach, taking to himself, pulling himself away, or unity, which is the most godly, highest force. Shema Yisrael, hear O Israel, Hashem Alekeinu, the Lord your God, Hashem is one. Holiness equals unity. Hey, wait a second. Korach said, Kol Eida Kulam Kedoshim, everyone's holy. Right, Korach, everyone is holy. Everyone has equal rights. But guess what, Korach? Not everyone has the same level of holiness. Even though everyone is created equal, but we see clearly with our own eyes that not everyone got the same amounts of gifts. So this is a story that we have to understand of how do we live in unity. Not only that, how are the people at the top going to help the people at the bottom who are grappling with passions? I don't know any politician that can do that because I don't think that the people at the top are really the chosen people. They might have power, but they don't have the godly position of being chosen. And therefore, this story is more relevant than you might think. Korach was a great person, and he reached greatness through his gavura, his strength. Gavura is an unbelievable character trait. In fact, let's widen the discussion a little bit. Why is it that the Yetzirah spirals down from gavura, and then we'll start to understand why Korach was such a great person? He really was a giant. At the root, the concept of being strict is very holy, and that the perfection of the world, the world would not be in existence without the original tzimtzu, when Hashem decided to create a world and to reveal himself to us, the first thing he had to do was create a vacuum. He did that with something called Midas HaGvura. He restricted himself. Now that is imperative for the creation of the world. At the same time, it's specifically from that same place that when it spirals down, it becomes the lowest form of the Yetzirah, which we'll call passions. How does it work? Because at the highest level, it's the beginning of creation. And for a person, a human being, it means basically somebody who is achiever, somebody who puts his forehead to the grindstone and sits there with the books 
and studies hour after hour, five hours learning, five hours chakras, I gotta, I gotta eat something. But that same force of restriction as it spirals down turns into self-preservation. So it's three hours, and then it's two hours. And then after 10 minutes of learning, I gotta check my phone. And then gets to the level where a person says, listen, I can't really depend on God. I gotta make sure that I'm making a living. After I become a millionaire, then I'll learn. And then it spirals down even from there, and it gets worse. And he says like this, I can't really depend on my paycheck. I gotta rob a bank. That's transgression. And it all spiraled down from the same place that the world was created. At its root, the character trait of strength, power, gavura, is very holy. Korach was an achiever. He climbed the ladder, and when he looked at Aaron, he saw a totally different type of personality that was coming from a whole different way of serving Hashem. Hashem gave the gift of kahuna to Aaron. That's the aspect of Kadosh. It's different than Tahor. Tahor, pure, is a person that purified himself. Kadosh was chosen. The beginning is a person begins to purify himself. And then Hashem sends down Kedusha. It's a gift. And people don't really hop this idea of gifts. Why did he get the gift? And it's very, very important to recognize that in the cosmic world, there's no such thing as a gift that doesn't come with it a lot of responsibility. In fact, really smart spiritual beings shun gifts because they don't want all of that responsibility. Don't forget, at the top, even the slightest wrong step can make you fall very far. We don't really understand this today because we live in the world of politics, not the world of godliness. The way of the truly righteous is they take responsibility so much so that when they see the world spiraling down into passions and foolishness and craziness, they feel that they're guilty. Because we didn't do our job at the top of sweetening the judgments, the Jewish people are suffering below and they're transgressing. They're missing the mark. The Yetzirah of the guy on the street who's got the gun in his hand or smashing a window, looting, that's also spiraling down from the highest level of dini, strict judgments in the higher worlds. But the question is, what's that poor guy going to do? You can't even talk to him. He's kind of like crazy. What's amazing is Rav Nelson explains this beautiful idea that Aaron by himself could not bring atonement for the lower levels to the people where their inclination spiraled down to the place where they did transgression. It was only through the combination of the Levi attaching himself to the Kohen and together these two entities would produce Kaparas Avonis. It's the Kohanim and the Levim who are working in the temple who are guarding the Jewish people from transgression. This is the cosmic process that's going on in the holy temple. It's not merely a ritual. These great people 
are doing holy things at the top. It's their responsibility and it's serious business. This is the cosmic plan. Is What's going on in the base of Migdosh is the final product of Hamtakos Adini. And the question is, what does it have to do with you and me today? The story is relevant today because we have to know that it's true. All the Jewish people and all people are equal in rights. But we have to admit that people are not equal in the gifts that God gave them. And the gifts equal responsibility. But everyone's accountable for who they are. Everyone, even the people at the bottom with the passions, are still accountable. Nobody's got a free ticket. Nobody. Not even the people on the bottom. You can't just go around shooting up looting. Now, at the same time, it's imperative to understand that there are very clear signs of right and wrong. People want to say it's all relative. It's not all relative. There's a God in the world. The holy people are the ones that God chooses. The leaders are not politicians. The leaders are people who are invested with the godly presence. And the rest of the people have to recognize where they're holding on this totem pole and unify with that hierarchy because the telltale signs of unholiness is separation. That's the secret of Vayikach Korach. He separates. He uses we're all holy as an excuse to separate. Whereas true holiness is all about unity, but it's not everyone equal. Equal rights, but everyone has different levels of gifts. They all have to be used for everyone's benefit. And it all has to be under the umbrella of the divine will. There is a divine will. There is a right. And I'm not talking about the politically right. I'm talking about the truth, the word of God. Shema Yisrael, hear, O Israel, Hashem Elokeinu, the Lord your God, Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align podcast.